This is episode 224 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dio Morales, and today I'm joined by Marcel. We got a Hulk Manzano. I was wondering what, I was gonna, what you were going to do. I didn't put a nickname this time. Will, best tournaments are with your teammates, Hagwood. Oh, uh, reply. Uh, words. <laughs> <Insert> reply here. <laughs> I just smiled. I was like, yeah, they are. Yeah, man. Never mind. Keep going. Keep going. And right. <laughs> And Ryan Tooltime Staniszewski. Yeah, just all the house fixings this weekend. New AC, brand new concrete patio and back third in my driveway. I did none of it, but I'll take credit for it because it's my house. <laughs> he stands outside his porch and goes, it was good. <laughs> we did a good job. Good job writing the checks, right? All right, everybody. Well, announcements and news. Honestly, the biggest one coming up is Tatooine is next weekend. If you're planning on playing, it is time to get your tickets now. We have six days before the next premier level tournament here at Gold Squadron. If you were pending previously on Tabletop.to, you have now been accepted if you followed the rules. And not the rules specifically, but the instructions, meaning that you completely filled out all the forms before you go. Please do not email me without filling out forms because that's probably why you're pending. Or I just haven't done it yet, which is a possibility, which then I just ask for patience. Which now, since we're in the last week, I'll start clicking, I'll start checking more often. But I definitely got some like uh, emails in the middle of the XTC. Like we're like actively streaming. Hey, I'm pending. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm busy. I'm a little busy right now. <laughs> All right. But you know what? The, um, the talk of the hour, guys, last weekend, uh, just yesterday, we finalized the XTC. Months of, of games, Swiss games. You know, it's interesting how a tournament that previously, you know, was was two days, right? The the in-person version is two days stretched out into this massive thing because of our, um, you know, our current pandemic situation and all that. But honestly, overall, I think it was good for the XTC. I think more people care now about the XTC overall because it ended up getting stretched out, which allowed like hype to build for uh, for the teams. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Yeah, I think um, definitely on this uh, on outside of the teams that are uh, that were already participating. Um, when we went in 2019, we were the first non-European team to really be out there, and and um, you know with with your platform, you were over there and you were streaming the games and then you were also part of the world tour. I think that that amplified the reach a little bit so that that's mm -hmm. where it started getting a little bit uh, more known outside of Europe. I think it's always been big in Europe. Uh, it just kind of um, pushed it out to a new audience. And like you said, just with, with COVID and with, um, you know, not having the burden of trying to, you know, scrounge up a couple thousand dollars per player to basically take a week off of work and do the flights and hotels and food and uh, pay whatever registration fees, et cetera, et cetera. It just opened it up to, um, it opened it up to more teams that typically don't travel. And it also opened it up to more players that typically, 
even within their own country don't 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 travel so i would even say like the european teams um you know like there, there's teams in europe that there's players in europe that don't you know they play locally they don't get get out beyond their their local scene because they just don't enjoy it as much it gave them that opportunity as well so yeah i, I would say that it, it's uh, it's it's been a steady climb and um i think that's one of the you know we got to we got to look at the bright side and that's one of the bright sides that's one of the positives that came out of out of um you know everybody being on lockdown I agree. Well, we're going to we're going to start by just looking at the uh at the standings. I think that's a perfect place for us to get started. I really like the round robin style because it's not like uh I want to say we're like, "Oh, well, I never played that guy." You know what I mean? Like how mm-hmm. could they or that team, you know what I mean? Like, how could they be in the winner's circle if we never played them? So, um, I think the format worked out pretty great. We got a lot of games, 90 games streamed, I want to say. Like, over 300 games played. It was uh, quite the weekend. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. So, uh, here we go. Let's flip over to the pairing, not the pairings, the uh, the final well, standings. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, no. I, I mean, Will and I kind of gave our our take, but we, um, me from very early, like I started this whole process back in January because in January is when I started. You know, we started talking about is it going to happen? Is it going to be online? Yada mm-hmm. yada, and then going through the recruitment process. So I, my head's been XTC since January. Right. Uh, William was one of the first people to to be on the team, but I'm just curious for for you, which you were involved as a streamer, and mm-hmm. then for Ryan, who basically was just listening to what we were talking, and then also you know life dealing with everything that life brings, uh, promotions and babies and all that, um, and wondering just like what your take on it was. And then what Ryan's take on it was as well. Like, what was your, like, how, how did it occur to you? Take it, Ryan. So, I mean, I was familiar with the XTC when it, like, when the first USA team got invited, was it two years ago now? Or is it one, is it one yeah, year and whatever. Yeah. The last time it happened. I was like, that's a really cool trip. Maybe one day I will have the financial capability to also make that trip with them and enjoy as that if I'm invited on the team because that seems like a really cool thing to do. Circa COVID, now we did everything online, which as Marcel and Will alluded to a whole bunch, it was a huge benefit to get as many of the teams and players from around the world because it is a much better worldwide feel. I think it would be a missed opportunity if we didn't see, even when we all go back to normal life, whatever that may entail or be, I think it'd be a missed opportunity if there wasn't an online version and an in-life version. And whether that in-life version is still more of a European-centric, but always open to the travelers, but then you have an online version that's just now another annual thing or biannual. Maybe every two years, you, you do every other year. One is more focused on the uh, in-person, one's more focused on the online. Or you just have it, they're both annual, they're just at different opposite ends of the year. So people aren't trying to pick one or the other. They could do both if they wanted to. 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, Marcel definitely like. I'm glad. So, transparency. Marcel did ask me to go on the team at one point, um, but I told him for the interest to make sure that I, if I wanted to be on this, I wanted to be fully committed to it, and I knew I couldn't do that because. You know, the summer of my wife being pregnant and getting all the house and everything prepared. And looking back, I'm glad I made that decision. There are definitely some times and weekends that, especially just this past weekend, there was a lot of baby shower prep going on. So mm-hmm. I could not have participated most likely in the finals, and I would have felt really bad. Yeah, so so for me, as an outsider looking in, I kind of want, want to um... – to bounce a little bit off of what Ryan was saying, I, I and, and this is this is a, a, a public call out just a little bit. All right. I mean, that's what people listen to 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 podcasts for a little bit of tea. All right. So I think if the organizers of the XTC don't do this online again. I think they are they they would be in for some negative press. I think just a little bit because you automatically scoop away half the teams. They're just they're just they just can't participate because of all the reasons we just talked about. Um, and I mean I, I'll just I'll just say it if they don't do it if they don't do it somebody else will cough cough cough. So they they should do it. They should do it. And talking on the positive side, I think it's been great for the community. I think it's been great. Now, some of the things that need to be addressed, you know, like do people want more team tournaments? I know a lot of people, you know, kind of being on the outside looking in and being like, I think I kind of want to be part of something like that. Uh, but I will say like this format, seven seven p- person teams, it takes a ton of work. Like Marcel said, you were working on it since you said January, Marcel? Yeah, January was um, when we started talking about dates and and the um, like how it's going to happen, mm-hmm. uh, and started putting um, in my role in that because obviously Bartos and uh, Filippo did, you know, that's it's their event, like they're right. the ones who put it together. Uh, I was in the conversation early uh, just because uh, I inserted myself in it, <laughs> uh, and. Um, also because I wanted representation from teams outside of Europe as that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I inserted myself, and I remember, I don't know if you remember, Dion, but back in January, I told you, hey, Dion, give me the list of all the Latin American uh, uh, community leaders that you know because yep. I'm going to be reaching out to all of them. So in January, it's when I started reaching out to uh, Colombia, Peru, Argentina, Chile, um, all of them, Brazil. So that... So, yeah, I started recruiting before I started recruiting for Team USA. I started recruiting for um, uh, Latin America. I started recruiting captains for Latin America and uh, Colombia and, and talking to all those. So I, I got started pretty early with that. Yeah, that, that, and that's awesome. And if you look at the top four, which we're going to address here really quickly, I mean, we got countries from four different, completely four different parts of the world in the top four of this tournament that had 38 different teams in it. Like it's, it's, it, it shows the diversity of X-Wing in location, but also it's awesome that we had so many different, you know, people from so many different countries participate. Um, strong, strong continental representation. One, that's right. That's for, right. You know, four top four, all from different continents. 
Now, now here, here is, the, by the way, uh, Marcel. Th these guys don't know I, I had this question, but it came to mind. Figure, figure, why not? Why not put them on the spot? So, can I tell you a, a very common argument I saw, which was a, it bothered me just a little bit because you know th there was a little bit of uh, you know armchair quarterbacking going on, and that is like, well, well, why did you know wh why did that person get to be on the team? And why aren't I on the team? And who elected them the president of United States X-Wing and all that? Like, it's, it's, it's interesting. Do you think, like, we need to have more online events? I'm uh, sorry, more, more events that have, um, like, like, United States, like, qualifiers or something like that? I don't know. What, what are... What what are your thoughts going going forward? Like I'm, you know, they're they're starting to have a conversation of like, oh, how do we get more people involved in this whole process? Okay, so I think the first answer to the question is who, uh, at a more individual level, who elected me, um, jury foreman? Oh no, wait, that's Polly Shore. Um, the uh, it was you, Dion. <laughs> they 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 wanted you to run it. They wanted you to build team usa and take it over there and you said um i don't have time for it marcel can you and i said yes as far as the um selecting team usa uh and who got picked and who didn't you know the the, the only thing that we can do is just put out the announcements as um you probably didn't hear any of that deal your headphones were off but um i i i I know some of the answer. Continue. Go ahead. Okay, Just go continue. Ahead. Anyway, I'm saying that it, first you were asked to to lead it. You said you couldn't do it back in 2019, so you asked me to, and and that's how I personally got involved as as team captain going back a couple of years. Now, um, again, the best, thing, the only thing that we can do is is put it out there through the only channels that we have, mm -hmm. which was the Gold Squadron podcast, which happens to be the largest podcast in X-wing. So that's a pretty big channel. Uh, and then through the Fly Better page, which is probably the largest Facebook group in X-Wing. Mm -hmm. And everybody got the invitation. Uh, so everybody got an invitation. And then as, as far as going for the personal selections, uh, I'll admit that was 100% uh, me just making decisions on my on my own based on tournament results and best based on conversations I had with, with you, Dion, because you mm -hmm. see more X-Wing than anybody else. Oh, yeah. Uh, you I mean, stream it and you see it. Yeah. One of the conversations we had, right, was when we were looking at the list is, I know it's it's, uh, it's kind of like a cliche statement, but it's like, what have you done for me lately? Mm -hmm. Right. Because we, you know, we, all we, all we had is like you said, first, first layer of entry is, did you fill out the application? Right? Did you fill out mm -hmm. the applications level one, which means like you're paying attention right now to X-wing, and 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 the second one is, what's your track record? Have you been playing actively? Meaning you're you're mm -hmm. mentally engaged in X-wing. And every single person that was on the team was somebody who had been playing in the major events, whether that be uh, the Gold Squadron events, Hexiled, or other uh, you know local local events, and were doing well. Yep. And ev everybody who was on the team falls into that category and then one other piece of criteria that i had which was level of engagement because there were people like yeah i'll go and there were people like uh i'll say matt carey and carson ray 
that as soon as there was even even before I put an application out, they they were reaching out like, hey, I want to be part of this. Um, so knowing that it's going to be a four or five month thing, that's that's also important. Is are you going to burn out? Uh, and if we start doing badly, like if if we're one of the teams that that are you know one and four. Are you going to show up for game number six? Like we we, mm-hmm. it, we owe it to the rest of the group to try as hard at last place to play Kingmaker than you know to try to make the cut. So th- there was a lot of things that go into it, but it was ultimately um, it was uh, you know I'll I'll take ownership for that. It was me whether you liked the team or didn't like the team. It was it was, it was my call at the end, and I took that route out of. Um, advice from Ali because Ali's been um, team captain for you know different UK teams and you know for the last five years and he said if you do a democracy if you do this it's not gonna work you know the only way that it's ever really functioned is when you know you you have someone that 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 is willing to take the the criticism and make the make the calls so so that's, Kind of so, what it was. so if I if I'm an up and coming X Wing player, and I want my shot on my local team in my area, it sounds like what I need to do is be an active tournament player who has good results, has a good attitude, and uh, is is ready to do the work. That sounds like those are that's like the base criteria to have a chance. Is that correct? Yeah, and and it's definitely not a personal thing. Like, well, William was not selected because he's part of the cast, is because he had. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I had to defend myself after. Yeah, because because you got was, like three. I was on the automatically or whatever. Well, but you we... had like three belts. You had, you know, when I say belts, is like you won the Gold Squadron, uh, the first Gold Squadron in Galaxies or Jam. Uh, or it, was the, it was the we was the Space Jam. Jam, the yeah. Jam, yeah. But so we you... uh, we played on like the Team Vassal tournament. Uh, me and uh, just the most random of people, Andrew, Sam, and oh my god, now I can't. Now I'm forgetting his name now. Oh my god, they're gonna, Justin? They're gonna burn. No, uh, German Australian. Oh, well, I want to say Martin, but that's not right. Oh man, the German Australian. Uh, oh Marcus. man, Marcus. Uh, yeah, thank Mark. you. I don't know why I slipped. Sorry, Marcus, but. Uh, yeah, anyways, that random team of uh, mercenaries, uh, we went to the finals at Craig Cup, the last Craig Cup that it was held. So I have some experience, but also <laughs> I work with, what? I work closely with Marcel. So like, it's easy to, uh, as you guys said, like I am in, engaged in stuff and whatnot. So you had yeah, the receipts, picked- Will. You had yeah. the receipts. Yeah, yeah, he does, and I don't think anybody. I mean, he's multiple time Adepticon champion. I mean, he's he's got plenty of plenty of titles under his belt, so I don't think anybody questioned that or should have questioned that. And there's people on there that I've never met before that made the team because of their pure merit. Kenneth, Steve Cotillo, um, you know, people that I talked to the first time was the invitation. That's right. All right, cool. I just I want I wanted to get that out of the way because kind of you know there's as we wrap this up we put a bow on it. We're, it's gonna come up again, right? It's gonna become come up again. So if you want if you want a chance, you know be be active. Yeah. And, and and it doesn't have to be that way, and it doesn't have to be me. That's 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 definitely for sure. What I'm saying is, next year 
you know, if, if there's a different format or something else, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. But that's what I just felt was the best for this year because that's, uh, that's where I felt we had holes when we went to Poland. That's where, that's where we were, where we struggled is that everybody was kind of doing their own thing. Nobody kind of, you know, I, 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 it was like the Wild West. We all did what we wanted. And at the end of the, as a result, we weren't prepared and we didn't do as well as I think we could have. That's right. And, and you know what? I, I will say what, I, what I'm excited to see in what the, the narrative of XTC now for the United States would be where from here? 29th first appearance? Was it sixth? Or was, is that where we were? We were at sixth place. Now, this time second place with the with the same record as the winning team now head to head we'll talk about that in a little bit but we still have the same record and uh, and we'll see where it goes from here because because the narrative is either oh the united states the fall from grace or they found what the missing pieces they worked harder in order to get first place right Th those are the two narratives that that are that are going to come up here uh when this comes around again so that is that. Now, um, if you want to play in online events and have your opportunity to do, you know, start getting used to playing and, and show, hey, maybe, maybe you have what it takes and, and you want to show off for your countrymen, uh, Gold Squadron online events, uh, you know, we have them, the Galactic Championship Series, like, the, the w use that as a vehicle to get noticed. Like, that is a perfect way to get it done so you can head over to you can type exclamation point galaxies if you're watching live i did see somebody ask that question uh and if you're listening later go go to the website goldsquadronpodcast.com and we will take care of you all right let's break down these standings uh, should we start with our our predictions first or should we actually go with the standings what do, what do you think let's go with the standings first all right in, give them to me will first order here we have switzerland at one and eight after them is team all ireland at two and seven after them team england with three and six wait whoa whoa uh, whoa, whoa 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 what can you repeat repeat that one more time i believe that's uh team england oh at three and six got it uh, got it lost their tiebreaker to or the tiebreaker to germany who also went three and six uh rip for both of those guys who were really talked up in europe um after that is france uh four and five uh spain at five and four as we get into uh, the positive records here uh after that we've already alluded to it uh, the top four is Peru at six and three, Singapore at seven and two with, let's get the exact, I want to say it was 36 wins. Um, not being corrected, so I assume that's right. Thank you. Yes, Singapore with 36 wins at seven and two usa at seven and two and 37 total wins that's the total wins as uh throughout the, the tournament there uh then in first place congratulations team italy 
uh, with a seven and two record and 38 wins. That's how close it got. Uh, was 38, 37, 36 uh, to decide the top three. And I also want to point a couple, couple just um, factoids in there. One of them is Singapore in third place, uh, beat USA and Italy. So the third place beat both the second and the first place. So big ups there. And uh, Peru was, were, was the other team to beat Italy and Singapore. We beat Peru. Uh, so the top four teams, I think we should include Peru in that. In the uh, discussion, yeah. In the discussion of who separated themselves this year from the rest of the crowd. Uh, again, no, no, no shame on Spain, but I think Peru needs to be part of that conversation because Peru's losses were to the top teams, and Peru, I mean, and Peru beat Singapore and Italy. They lost to us, they lost to England, and I think they lost to uh, Spain as well. Um, and against us, uh, with Peru, mm -hmm. they could have easily, we could have easily been swapped because we played them round one, we beat them 4-3, but one of those wins was a final salvo. So, it, <laughs> I mean, it was, we beat them by, by a final salvo. So it could have very easily been us in fourth and them in second or third. Uh, so big ups to Peru. And um, the other factoid is the three teams that were not from Europe are in second, third, and fourth. So, you know, it's not the European team championships anymore. Second, I, third, and fourth is all the non-Europeans. I mean, and you, the Europeans were fifth wait. through last. I mean, not last, but fifth through tenth. Dio, can you drag that graphic back over real quick? So yeah, absolutely. There was one country that a lot of us had low in our in our top three, bottom three. A lot it showed up in our bottom three quite often, and was considered to come from a easy group. Um, France, who granted ended up in sixth place, did sh did show up with still thirty four wins, same amount of same amount of uh, direct individual wins as Peru. So they were just being edged out, it seems, in most of their matchups as well. But they they seem to show up and had the highest um, win total individually outside of the top four. Yep, that that's very true. And I, and I think one of kind of on that same line of thinking, if you look at Spain, uh, you know, sitting in fifth place, they had less individual wins than than the then the sixth place team the seventh and the eighth place team right like that's that that tells you that really that that fifth through through eighth could have been a lot of different orders and there was individual you know a lot of four threes uh happening there uh, in in some of those so it was uh yeah, yeah it, Lion, it was Lionheart tough brings up the fact that uh, France is one of the very few. This is how close uh, this tournament was. Is that uh, France was, I think, one of just the two teams. I'm double checking it right now. Uh, one of the two teams to get a 6 1 victory. They did it over Switzerland. And I think the only other one was uh, England over Switzerland as well. 
uh no sorry singapore over switzerland uh was the other one i'm double checking yeah so that was the only two matchups to go six one everything else was five two or four three uh which is absurd to me like i mean it's a team event though if you understand the pairings it, it does make a lot of sense but i was we were, uh we're expecting maybe a sweep or so trying not to get swept <laughs> so i think that's very interesting how close things were really coming marcel you said it like we were winning games by like final salvo like last shot of the last game like to pull ahead four three um in some of those matchups so super super close so the next thing I want to take a look at before we continue having this conversation is what were our XTC predictions? So we uh, Ryan went back in the archives and, and found uh, a snapshot from we were, when we were making our predictions. So uh, do we want to start by discussing what we thought was the bottom three? Yeah, start with the bottom. All right. So here we go. We gonna, how else are we going to get here if we don't start at the bottom? There, you, <laughs> there we go. We'll we'll start right there. I know we got a lot of overlapping there, uh, but here we go. Here were our bottom three predictions. Marcel, what were your bottom three predictions? So I had Switzerland, Ireland, and France. Um, yeah, and France mostly I threw them there because uh, of the group that they were in. It was just I, I felt there was an easier group and. I didn't know how how well to trust their their coming out of it. All right, Ryan. Yeah, I had a similar thought process with France, Switzerland. I had on there, and then I went with the man. It feels so good if I'm right on England being one of the bottom three, and man, it does feel good. It's the second best feeling besides USA being in the top three, being not first but second, but still there. Um, Marcel, I got to give you credit. You you called it all the way since the beginning. You said even though Ireland was one of the top placing and highest records, you kept saying you're like they're going to fall. You said it since the beginning, so good call on that one. Will? Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't pure trash talk in here with Spain, who was uh, in our group, um, England to. We're just talking a lot of smack. Um, and Germany, who failed me. I I had them actually winning the whole thing be, uh, when we did our very early predictions in the group stage. But man, they they let me down in the in the group stage by barely squeaking in. And uh, I don't know if it was cohesion or uh, lack of planning or what. Um, about Germany wasn't far off though. Germany ended up being fourth, so just out of it. All right. So for myself, um, I think I did pretty good. Technically, Marcel, if we were like putting a score here, he beats me on this. So I had Switzerland and Ireland were two of my my bottom threes, which literally was ten and nine. And then I also said Italy, which means it's completely wrong because obviously they were in first place and make me look like a dingus. But I will defend myself and said, hey, I still got two out of three and literally the bottom, you know, the 10 and the nine. So not too bad there. Not too bad there. Uh, then we go to our previous predictions. Let's head to the top of our predictions. Marcel, let's see how you did. 
Yep. So I guessed uh, U.S. and Italy. So I guessed that correctly. And then I, um, I guess Germany. I thought Germany would again. They they've got the, you know, if you're looking at name recognizable names alone, they've got the dream team. Uh, they just gonna put it together. Um, so I thought Germany was gonna was gonna pull it out. Brian. Yeah, I I also had U.S. and Italy uh, as my in my top three, one and two. Um, and then I had Peru so close. Um, I, I think that I, I think my, my initial thought of the four and I couldn't figure out which one I had to leave out. So I left out the wrong one, but Singapore was in there. So I, I feel pretty good about having the top four almost correct in my mind. Will. All right. I had uh, USA, Peru and Singapore. Uh, so I got three of the top four, right? Uh, betting only on non-European teams uh, did pay off. And then for myself, uh, very, very similar. I uh, I uh, had the same thing as Will, USA, Peru, and Singapore. Uh, and as a reminder, because people keep bringing this up, I took back the comment I said where I said Singapore didn't have depth. This was on our very, very, <laughs> this was the first day that, that we were doing, <laughs> the very first day we were talking about like where things were placing. I literally on that show bet on Singapore at the end. I ended up, I ended up, you know, choosing them to come out of their thing. And I, kill, I can't live that, that statement down. Again, notice I did end up putting them in the top three. Singapore, lots of depth. So much depth. The most depth. All right. Nah. <laughs> their, their, their depth is only to, to, uh, to seven. <laughs> no more depth beyond seven. <laughs> so, so, but you know what? Apparently, apparently my statement in, in while I was trying to form my idea did motivate them to third place. So I'm going to take credit. I'm going to take credit for for them just a little bit okay now the other thing i wanted to uh, to address is i know some folks were a little confused like seven two what, like there's three teams that are seven two how did that get differentiated again we did talk about the overall score the final total number of wins individual wins is how it was determined so uh, italy you know, seven and two, but they had 38 individual wins. The United States, 37 and Singapore, 36. So uh, it was absolutely awesome being able to to talk about, uh, you know, these teams. And, uh, you know, we will we'll we'll continue to kind of keep our eye on this national scene. And what I'm excited, guys, is as we go, we continue into the uh, the Galactic Championships that are coming up in November is now a lot more people know some of the players that are on these teams and keeping an eye on like oh hey i noticed that this player you know is in the top cut of this qualifier oh these these xtc players made it and got an invite into the galactic championship like there there's a lot of narratives here we can start breaking down as we look at these teams who from the teams that didn't make it into the final stages perform really well you know there's there's some different angles we can end up looking at that and i'm excited to uh to have that discussion 
So uh, that has been our XTC coverage until it, we got one one last thing here, Dion. Pull up, pull up that tabletop TO for a moment. Brrp. I'll put the link in there. Pull it up. Show uh, it off to everybody. Panic, panic, panic. It's in the Discord. Pull it up. Oh, oh yeah. So, oops, sorry. Yes, you are correct. I did. I, mm-hmm. I yeah, put it in the bullet I, point. I saw people mentioning this, but I was like, what's, you know, I did, you know, words of MVP. Go, and... <laughs> go, go ahead, uh, read off, read off uh, just that, that first ranked player there. The United Dion. States Galactic Republic player was the only player in the XTC to go completely undefeated nine games over two days flawless nine and oh and that player was marcel manzano i'm super excited about it i and I, and i'm usually one of the first people to you know when i when to I, say, when I to, to say that you're amazing Right. When I win a tournament or something, post like, hey, look what I won and blah, 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 you know, picture, whatever. Yeah. The reason I don't this time because um, it's, it's a team tournament and this, it's how we did and, and, and it's, it's pride in what we did as a group. Um, you know, the team, the, the games that I had were, could have easily gone to other people. So it, it has a lot to do with the pairings. It has a lot to do with, with the matchups. Now, albeit I didn't get great pairings on, I think day one, I had really good pairings. I only had one even matchup, uh, one or two even matchups, and then the rest were decent. Mm-hmm. Day two, I, I didn't have a single good matchup. They were all four were either, I think two evens and two bads or something like that. Um, yeah, we but, literally kept fading them. Was like, all right, I think we were talking. We were talking to you up in the last round. Yeah, the, like, the last round was like Django Zam. Now you beat all the other lists, where so now you got to be Django yeah. Zam for us. No, the last one. That was the second to the last. The last one was oh, okay. um, was that that four ugly like a million false transponder codes Lando. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Land- like, Lando yeah, boss we, Cassage. Yeah, we're like yeah. no one's beat this, Marcel. You have to. If you're gonna be the yeah. goat, you gotta be down. The yeah, base it, it actually ended up being. Yeah, I, I was afraid of it, but it it, it ended up being. Uh, I'm not gonna say not as bad, but it was. I, I think it ended up being like a hundred zero. Uh, but well, it turns out built, your, your ships all can get double tokens, so that yeah, helps. But what helped out the most, more than anything else, and now I never played that game like for practice, but um, the Obi's ability is actually great for that because i would move jammed uh then i would spend the force to pop the jam with a free acquire focus and then take an additional focus as my regular action or an evade um so he kept on trying to get obi you know because because i was going to kill boss but his boss was like 64 points and my obi was 69 so he was trying to do the trade-off mm-hmm. um but um, but yeah, like Obi, just because of that ability, always had the additional token to be able to to toss one jam out with the force and then take either the the force or the, I mean the focus or the evade. So that's really like what made the difference on that one. Uh, I had no idea, but I think not, knowing that, I think um, it's probably not as bad. Of, it's not as bad of a matchup as I thought it would have been. But I was I was scared of it. 
Well, and and let's you know I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my 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 sports commentator thing. You know I know you're being humble. I know you're being humble, but without your nine, let, let's let's just look at the numbers. Without your nine and zero, the United States. Let, let's say you lose one game, Marcel. The United States is in third place. You lose two. All of a sudden, the United States ends up maybe fifth, sixth place because all of a sudden, some of those four, three wins that the United States ended up with end up shifting, right? So it's, I don't, I don't want to understate the fact that you went nine and zero because the that second place was is supported by that nine and zero. Right, like everybody did work on the team, but the fact that you pulled what what is a, a feat helped bring it to that extra level. Which you know, when when we go to Team Italy, you know they they also had some very well performing players. Their Ital the Italian resistance list uh, player ended up going seven and two. The Italian rebel eight and one. So I mean, right there, those William went seven and two. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, lost, I lost to Italy and Singapore. Big surprise. But, <laughs> I mean, what can you do? All right, so so it's uh, you know it's it's definitely fun to look at these numbers, but yes, w way to go, way to go, and the entire team, you know, the entire team USA. I know that you guys don't have the access that I do, being able to see these guys talk to each other on Discord and plan. Uh, being able to just watch some of those conversations, these guys, they put in a ton of work. So, um, great, great work. Yeah, I mean, we got to we gotta give a shout-out to Kenneth Lyon, uh, who I, I think allowed Marcel to get that 90 no. Um KC is what we call him, uh, did uh, all the parents and really took a lot of pressure off of Marcel and the whole team in general. Uh, we we were uh, uh, what do I want to say? I don't, I don't know what the the words for it is, but the two old Muppets in the gallery or the the viewing box or whatever, we were just yelling in Kenneth's ear about we had complaining about our matchups, but uh, he was doing what he needed to do to get the the wins we could. So yeah, uh, I don't know how he did it because he was pairing and we were all on his ear at the same time, <laughs> yelling. yelling like, "No, I don't want that. No, I don't want that." <laughs> Give it to Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Love uh, it. Yeah. So yeah, he was he was a big fire team, and Tommy as well. Uh, Tommy uh, was there supporting us. Uh, had our back at a moment's notice at all times. So um, I know I, uh, Tommy. If if you don't feel like you're part of the team, I, I still think you were the whole time, man. Having just knowing that, you know, being able to tap out it, when it, you, it, when you need yeah. to take a break, uh, having that option. There, there's a lot and to this say is... for that cushion, and that cushion almost came in because Matt did oversleep. <laughs> yeah, Matt, Matt, Matt's uh, 30 seconds before the tournament starts uh, but... shows up and says, uh, we doing parents? One other thing yeah. I wanted to point out, though, is, you know, today we're only talking about the XTC final stage. Both mm -hmm. Tommy and Kenneth won games in the group stage as well that helped get you the United States into the final stage so mm -hmm. you know even though they didn't actively play in the final stage you know they, they they were part of it so the whole team effort great 
job. And yes, the subs are important on 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 these in this type of large format team uh, team events. They're extremely important. So uh, you know, if if you participate in something you know like the XTC or something like the XTC, uh, your subs need to be actively involved. Um, you know, they 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 got to be a part. They are literally a part of the team. You know, so that's uh, it, it is awesome, awesome to see. Okay, we're gonna move on to our next topic, XTC. We're gonna close that book for now, and uh, we will open it when when we need to again. We're gonna we're gonna completely shift gears now, and I want to talk about. Let me make sure I pull up the correct picture. Right here, we're, we're going to go into speculation mode here just a little bit, all right? So put on your speculation hats with me. So um, we hadn't talked about the mini, uh, the AMG mini extravaganza planned for September 9th, 10th, and 11th. By the way, Dion's birthday is September 10th, if you didn't know. So a AMG, I need from you a real nice present. Okay, I need from you a real nice present. So the speculation hat I want to put on is what do we think we're going to hear about X-Wing? Now, in the last mini extravaganza, um, for they, they did a lot of painting. It was basically three days of them kind of flipping. There was, there was the, uh, I believe, the announcements for the... For the, the 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 boxes, I think it was right the the squadron packs that we had, um, and they I think showed off some art. And I think we got got some of those things. Um, what do we think will happen? Give it. I want you guys to give me what is one thing that you think will happen, and one thing that you would like. And you know, let's throw a third in. What is an unlikely? Let's go shoot for the moon. Shoot for the moon. All right, uh, Ryan, do you want to go first? Sure. So likely what we want and shoot for the moon, correct? Yeah. So I believe this was mentioned on a past stream. It's always like past stream or a Twitter post or something like this. So it's hard to consolidate all that information, but I'm pretty sure I recall that uh, they had mentioned that at least the points for the new wave will be a thing that's talked about during this mini extravaganza, whether it's going to be fully spoiled, partially spoiled. Cause I think if, when we were all speculating about Vader defender, right? Mm -hmm. I think we got a small snippet when, when one of them was like, Vader is going to be this many points and just set it on a stream, but didn't give us the whole, uh, PDF update yet. That was like a week later or something, so it wasn't that far off. So we're likely going to get some level of points information on the new wave. Uh, what I'd like to have is all of the points of the new wave. <laughs> and um, hopefully it, along with it, the points update and hyperspace update everything all in one package nicely neat for the players to enjoy a brand new meta along with the new wave um was super hopeful shoot for the moon um next wave images right new stuff do we finally get mandalorian things do we get more things from uh, the TV shows or movies? Is it stuff from Resistance? Is it Rebels? Is it Clone Wars? Is it Bad Batch? 
it'd be weird to see Bad Batch stuff before Mandalorian, but who knows how it all worked. Will? All right, so uh, I already forgot the questions. I was <laughs> enthralled by Ryan's answers. So I forgot the questions. What do you, something you think, so a practical thing, a hope, uh, and a shoot okay. for the moon. So practical thing, I think that, uh, that another thing that you kind of like said offhand um, that may or may not be true, but I, I think that they're going to actually announce the developers, like uh, really come out with the team and like give because right now we're putting all the pressure on uh uh will the uh the like president like the guy who like runs mm-hmm. atomic mass games um but he's like not out there designing x-wing ships so like i'm hoping they could just point the finger to somebody get them on a live stream have them like answering some questions and like talking about their design of philosophy for x-wing i think that would set a lot of these um, aside if they would just one simple like conversation with the guy uh what, what was your second one i know the third one's uh wishful thinking just like a, a small hope a, a like light hope and then shoot oh. for the moon oh um uh light hope would be i mean i guess organized play that might be a shoot for the moon, though, to be honest with you. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll say that. Just organized play. If they just say anything about maybe holding tournaments in the future uh, would be nice. Um, the shoot for the moon? Uh, man. Uh, I mean, the craziest thing they could do um, would be like to just like drop a product like that day just be like on our website uh you can buy the new release or whatever because what we're, we're waiting on for your first order yeah if you're the first right? order in the y wings in the resistance y wing september 24th i believe is yeah. the release date. yeah if they're like uh, uh i guess you could already buy them from asmo d so maybe that's not that crazy but Maybe something smaller than an expansion like that. Like maybe, because um, they used to do, this comes from the convention models they used to do. Uh, we had the Darth Vader Legion, the Silver Naboo, you know what I mean? It'd mm-hmm. be cool if they could put something on the website that's like mini extravaganza, special only product, limited time. I think that would be cool, but probably unlikely. Marcel? Okay. Uh, so what they will likely do, I think what they'll likely do is, uh, God, I'm trying not to be, uh, uh, try, okay. I think they'll probably lean a little bit on FFG and, and, and announce some of uh, FFG produced products, which I guess will probably be, if I'm guessing, uh, they'll probably announce um Razor Crest, I think Mandalorian mm-hmm. is just Mandalorian, super popular, and maybe even I don't know Clone Wars type things like um, uh, maybe like a like a scum mall. What are they called? What are, I never saw the Clone Wars, but it was like a spider mall or something, um, like a mall scum pilot or a uh, I didn't even know that that Mandalorian redheaded lady. I don't I don't, I don't know. You guys are gonna kill me. <laughs> like the. 
The one that was in the Mandalorian, and but Shadow yeah, was also in the Clone Wars. Bo, Bo Katan. There you yeah, go. There we one. go. We know what you're talking about. <laughs> Red-headed. Yeah. I mean, I I I know her from. Um, wow. What What was that show? Um, the Galact uh, Galactica, Battlestar Galactica. That's, that's where I know her from. Was she Starbuck um, in that? Is that? Hmm? Is that the same person? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, so I think that's what what will happen. We'll, we'll get Battle Battlestar Galactica star, or one of those um, Clone War characters, uh, Razor Crest. And what I would hope happens is the same thing. I doubt it, but it's the same thing that Will said. I hope there's a little bit of communication about um, organized play. Um, the the little breadcrumbs would be local organized play, like just give me at least some store kits or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ideally, some yeah. some long range, like great. hey, you know, here's here's the path to win your invitation to worlds, and even not tell us what that path is. Is just saying like there will be a path, there will be a progression, there will be a season, not just like individual rando store kits. Uh, so that's what I hope will happen. What I doubt will happen what, um, is I doubt we'll hear anything um, development-wise beyond what FFG has already produced. Maybe the team. Ryan said, like, maybe, like, announcing what the team is. But um, I, I don't think we're going to hear anything that's not FFG produced. It's just um, there's still too much in the pipeline that FFG has for for um for amg to say like this is what we're gonna do because then there's just like a long for long long release schedule that that you know they got pushed back by COVID, i believe so mm-hmm. so we're probably not gonna hear anything like that all right all right so man you, you got you guys took took a lot of the a lot of the low-hanging fruit but i mean there there were fruit that need to be picked so that that that's good as for things that um i think we will see a mandalorian model i think we'll see the razor crest model that in september i'm i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna call i'm calling my shot there i think we're gonna see the mandalorian model um and my the reason I guess that is because they they let slip during their talks earlier in the year that they had in hand already the FO bombers. And this was like months before we even saw a picture of it. So they were already talking about that during the last mini extravaganza. Okay. So that's what I think I think we'll end up getting to see that. As for a hope. Um, I'm hoping, and this is, this is my, a a light hope. I don't think it's too far ahead, but if they want to instill confidence, I think they should let us know, maybe not specifically what they're working on for X-Wing, but that they are actively working on an AMG designed X-Wing product. Like they, like they, they are in the trenches right now, actively making decisions for the first AMG wave of X-wing. My shoot for the moon is that they tell us what it is, and it's Doctor Afra's ship. That's what I want. Who? Doctor? Do you know who Doctor Afra is? 
It sounds like very, that. Very, very, very popular Star Wars comic character. Started in the comics just from one of the early Marvel series. Very popular character with a very popular um, uh, co-cast of characters for sure. Never yeah, made it to the screen. No, not, no. not you know, yet. Triple uh, Zero and BT One though, don't you? Yeah, that's her droids. Those are her droids. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, her her ship is uh is super cool. Kind of has almost like Should a be... it's called the Archangel, and Archangel. it kind of has like almost like a like a stingray kind of look. It's 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 really neat. It's, it's got to be large base. It was almost seemingly close to epic size. It's hard to tell when Vader's tie can dock with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, well, they'll probably have to scale it down like the ghost, right? Like the ghost is definitely sca is scaled down for X Wing. It's huge yeah. well, already. I mean, but... like realistically, the YV six six Bosk ship should be like epic size. <laughs> it's, it's actually <laughs> like Z ninety five and multiple ships can dock, and it has its own like mini hangar bay. The thing is big, actually. Mm hmm. So so yeah, that that's what that's my my pipe dream there. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what comes out of this. I'll be we'll be paying attention to it. What we don't have yet is the schedule. So we know that it's going to be the 9th through the 11th. But for the last one, they released like, hey, at this time slot, we're going to be talking about this product. Which Ryan, you had previously mentioned, you know the the likely reason for AMG announcing that they were taking. We're going to say taking a break from Armada, all right, that Armada wouldn't be actively developed is that during the mini extravaganza, there's, there was, there's no, they want to focus on what they are doing, not what they're not doing in this week. So what I'm hoping is that means that there's more space to talk about X-Wing. Did the, in the last mini extravaganza, did they talk about Armada? Was that on their schedule? I think there was one or two things at most, and I'm pretty sure yeah. one of them was a painting-based thing. But I, I think there might have been because they were still announcing Clone Wars ships at that point. Yeah, there there were the very iconic uh, Venator uh, Star Destroyer for the Republic, uh, one of their other big ships, and then um, two of the Separatist ships that they were either had. They were either already announced by FFG, but they never had like physical like showing what they look like. And mm -hmm. I rem I distinctly remember part of the stream them showing off the model of like the recusant or the uh, invisible hand, basically. All right. So let us know, you know, in, if you're in the chat right now and you got your, you know, your, your probably your I hope so in your shoot for the moon, put them in the chat. Or if you're watching later on on YouTube, put it in the comments down below. Because uh, speculating is fun, you know, speculating is fun and we'll see what we end up getting. And then you get to say that you're right if you guess something correct. So the next thing we're going to talk about today is uh, future GSP stuff. And and if you didn't see on Discord, I uh, I put up a little survey. Okay, it was five questions, five questions, and I want to I want to have an open conversation with Marcel, Ryan, and and Will because they didn't know I was going to put out this survey today. I just did it, and uh, and I want to kind of bounce some things off of you guys. I want to have an open conversation of why I asked these questions, and uh, and kind of go go from there. So let me go ahead and uh, and pull it up here so that we start from the first question. Here we go. So the first question I had asked 
was uh if you only had two choices for watching non-tournament X-Wing games live on Twitch, which would you prefer? Either in person without any commentary, maybe just an open table mic, and TTS with commentary. And there was an overwhelming, overwhelming amount, 33 to 361, to saying, I would prefer tts with commentary now why did i ask this marcel knew right away why i was asking this um and that was you know we're starting to be in person pretty soon at pastimes i'm super excited i'm super excited about it to be able to play x-wing with with our locals again um but you know over the last year and a half People have expected GSP X-Wing with commentary every Wednesday. Now, sometimes we've shaken it up, but the reality is that the most successful days are those where we have active commentary and game scheduled. But at the same time, I want to play X-Wing. So what do we do? And the answer is I don't know. And probably the first week that we go back, I'm going to just take the Wednesday off, to be completely honest, and just take, take a break. Take a little break. Play some X-Wing. Focus on that for a little bit. Um, but so I, I've got a question for you, Dion, because um, I, I know you you want to jump off, but I, I I've uh, I, I'm I want to talk to Dion, my yeah. friend Dion, not GSP host Dion. Uh -huh. So my friend, okay, I want to talk to my friend. Okay, friend. uh, you like X Wing? I love X Wing. Yeah, you like playing X Wing? Uh huh. You love your channel. You I do. love doing your channel. I do. So and you love the people that watch and, and you love like producing the content. Like so so th there's only so much you can do in your time because you also obviously love your family and you've got uh, <laughs> I, I saw the picture. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw the, the the super cute picture of of poke uh yeah, was it Pokemon backpack? Yeah, Arwen's Pokemon Arwen, backpack, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway. So I think it's again, and this is just more and more as a friend. I think it benefits you and it benefits the channel and it benefits the community for you to get just some, you know, get out of isolation, go in and play X Wing with, with your old friends, you know, with, with James, Brandon, um, you know, all, all the guys. Even if it's not every week, just, you know, every other week or occasionally. And if that content of, you know, just basically table mic on a table on a game that's kind of like, you know, um, messy, because that's usually mm -hmm. how we play our league games, messy. Oh, yeah. If that content is not is not appropriate for the channel, like it just it's not the same quality that people gotten used to. Yep. Victim of my you know, own success hey, there a little bit. <laughs> it is kind of a victim of your own success, but one of the benefits of your success is that you've groomed a lot of people who can pick up and say, hey, you know what? Twice a month, I'm going to handle the commentary on Wednesdays, uh, and Diona's just going to hang out with his friends and play some X-Wing. So, again, this is more of selfish Marcel saying, hey, let's go play X-Wing in, in person type of, type of thing. But I think it'll benefit you because it also gets you kind of, like, reacquainted with, with the roots, you know? Like, what do they say? Like, go back to your roots. Go back to to what started it all so that that's right. again it's it's probably um um yeah a, I mean, a little I bit can, of a selfish take yeah if i can jump in i mean uh me ryan 
Uh, as you said, Marcel, there's a lot of people in the community, deal know, that could jump on. Um, we could have the best of both worlds in person with commentary. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm, I'm sure you'll find the best solution for everything. Yep, and and that's and I was I was thinking about the remote commentary for sure. Was, was thinking about that as an option uh, because what I don't want, and again, we're, we're having a very honest conversation right now. Is I know some people are joking like, "Oh, just let some guys kind of sit around a mic and talk about your games while they're going on." That's not acceptable to me, to be completely honest. Like it needs to be like I know that you might not be able to be you know like you know D Dion Morales, but. Like, like, I know if Will was doing it, I would trust Will to do it. If Ryan was doing it, I would trust Ryan to do it. But I also know that they have lives. So there's Notice like, how he did not say if Marcel were doing it. <laughs> oh, no. That, I, that was a... <laughs> I would not trust myself either. I mean, I get it, but I just... Marcel, think, no, you are they... a great co-commentator. You are a great co-commentator. As a lead, I just that's just not that's just not where your heart is, and that's okay. Everybody has their role. Honestly, I think if you wanted to, you could, but that's not that's not your relationship with X-Wing, and that's okay. No, no, I'd rather play. Yeah. So, so that is, uh, you know, th that's one of the logistical things that we're trying to figure out. So, I bring this up full circle here. It's to tell you that some type of change is coming. I don't know what it is. Don't worry. Saturday mornings, they'll still be there in their in their regular form. And I'm there's another question in here that's kind of part of the Saturday morning thing. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but that's why I wanted to bring it up. So let's we'll head to set question number two, and that was just my my curiosity with this, you know, this beautiful problem that I have because I'm gonna get to see my friends again. I'm super excited about that. It was has your local X-wing group started playing in person again? Like I was just kind of curious, like where where people are and the options were yes, no, and I don't have a local group. And I, that third option was there on purpose because we do know that it was some some of our online community members that they were really glad when the online scene really got picked up especially by by such uh you know by by groups like Hexiled Gaming and Gold Squadron because now they they have a com they felt like they had a community and not everybody has people locally that they play X-Wing with uh so we had 290 people say that yes my local group has started playing 63 says no they have not and 45 says i don't have a local group so what we're kind of seeing here so yeah there, there are there are some people who are out there, there's a good number of people who are out there playing with their groups because I'm, I'm thinking you know we definitely have some clusters of people in the same groups but you know there, there's there's a good number of people out there who who are playing uh, which is great because I know that we're about to come online here in, in uh, at pastimes as well, which we're super excited about. Uh, so we're just kind of curious where that is. The third one is um, is alluding to kind of what I've been talking about uh, in bits and pieces here. And I asked if there was a premiere style event in person, in the in person premiere style event in Chicago in March. 2022 would you be interested in learning more about that we had 200 we had yes no and i'm not ready to play uh in person yet which is absolutely fine which is why i put it on there uh yes we had 248 people go yeah i want to know more about that 94 going nah and 20 20 going just not ready yet which is absolutely absolutely fine 
What am I talking about? Um, well, I have meetings coming up with uh, with Adepticon. Okay, March 2022. That that's exactly where Adepticon is coming. And I don't have any formal announcement yet. But right now, I'll let you guys know that I am working with Adepticon to figure out what is X-Wing going to look like there. Because that I will tell you, to me, that's a very important event. It means a lot to me for several reasons, okay? Uh, it was my first premiere event was ever there. It was the first place I ever met Will, all right? The first event where I was able to meet Ryan. The first event like that I got to hang out with Marcel and just kind of be at a premiere event was at Adepticon. The first place I actually met D. Yoon and Ryan Farmer and a lot of the like X-Wing names that you know was at Adepticon. Uh, it was, you know, the the first system open was there. I mean, there was uh, in the United States. Like it is, it is, um, it is a it is a huge important thing to me and i want to make sure that when adepticon goes live again which they're planning on doing it here in 2022 uh that x-wing is back there uh and i'm making sure to take an active role what is that going to look like i don't know yet but i got you and i will tell you if you're wondering like what about amg are they going to be a part of it as, as modi the door is open for them and I, i'm ready to to receive them with open arms let's go can i make a prediction prediction william will be on the final table oh already <laughs> uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll practice my turrets again Back to the old turrets. beautiful beautiful and uh, uh robert critter in the in the chat says hotel room blocks already went on sale for adepticon they did they did they don't even have announced they don't even have events announced that they they opened them up people are people are excited they're ready they're ready to get going all right now, related to my first question, kind of, plus second question is the fourth question. is Would you be interested in participating in a TTS online uh, league hosted by Gold Squadron? And we had about 200 people said, yeah, I'm interested. And about 143 saying, maybe, meaning like, I'd like to know more stuff. And I get that. You don't know the details and all that. And I don't even know what it would be. It was just curious. It seems like there's interest. We'll figure something out for you guys. And last but not least, um would you be interested in a team tournament? You know, with with this interest in there, I know some people say, "Hey, I want to play on a team." You know, maybe maybe we'll do something uh out there. Um but there are uh you know, there, there are a lot of uh, there, there seems to be some interest. We'll see where that is. And these are different areas I'm going to be exploring because I know sometimes people just wonder, hey, Dion, are you thinking about this? Are you th I'm thinking about lots of things all the time. So he, the, I'm giving you an insight into my brain on the feelers that are starting to go out and uh, what to anticipate. And maybe I'm going to ask more questions, kind of what are, what are your thoughts on, you know, deep diving deeper on this as I start to do research uh, for these, but I'm excited to see uh, what we have coming up because we are gonna keep it, keep it going strong here at GSP because we love X-Wing, which is important. And I see I see that I have important messages from Gold Squadron that I'm not gonna click on because I'm assuming that's for my eyes only. <laughs> All right, man, we, 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 we really went all over the place today. Any any thoughts on those questions, guys? Thought thoughts, ideas. Um, I like I like the team tournament. I think we uh, 
when we did the the Basel team tournament, we did with just three players, me, Marcel, and Justin. Mm -hmm. And that might be the way to go so that it's not as big of a production, if that makes sense. I guess because uh, the seven people teams is intense, like months, mm -hmm. uh, so many rounds. Marcel, you're shaking your head at that. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't. For something that is not once a year thing, I would not encourage five or seven team events. Mm. Uh, five team event, maybe for like an in person, like Outrider or something like that, where where it's like an in person thing and it's like one and done weekend type of thing. Yeah. Uh, but I did enjoy that three team, even though I didn't do anything but play. William and Justin did everything, and they're like, "Hey, Marcel, this is what you're gonna play, and this is what you're gonna do, <laughs> and this is what you're gonna fly." Like I just showed up and played, so that was kind of easy on my part. I don't know how much. Um, we did how much, a lot of work for it. Yeah, I don't know how we much work went into we, it. But, we uh, I mean, we, I think we ended up in second place or something yeah. like that. We went pretty far, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and, but, and, um, smaller teams could be a good good kind of like in – I think a three-person team is a good like introduction to team play. If you've never done it before, let's start at the, literally the – like it's the smallest would be two, but really three is where you really yeah. got to start working on that communication yeah. Yeah. and pairings. And even doing the same kind of pairings as XTC, like the, la the, the final three – teams that you had was always like the most critical so you can still get a lot of right. like rock paper scissor type of um, matchups that are mind games itself with only three players and it's easier to manage it's easier to find teams and like William said it's just not as uh, as as intense and I, I, don't, I don't know how many people want to do months of intense mm -hmm. exactly yep so just th thought thoughts thoughts there always fun any, you know, we, we got, I, I have allotted, we got about seven minutes left before I start, like, really pushing for the ending. Anything else you guys want to bring up from the XTC weekend? Thoughts about the future? I mean, I don't know. This is, this is, this is just free time at this point. Wasn't there a release? Uh, or um, you said you wanted to talk about the Oh, shades, yes, the yes. Yeah. There was one other thing I wanted to talk about. You are correct. Oh. Yeah. Yep. I it's not. It's not quite a missile, but it is. Yes, the electro. Chaff. Well, it's the missile breaker. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's electro a template delivery system. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got. I got to pull it up here. Uh, give me. Give me one moment. So AMG. Somebody went out and just messaged AMG. Was like, hey. Can you tell me what this thing does? And AMG went like, okay, <laughs> here's the information. And everybody was like, what? They just they just went out and told you. Uh, it was it was quite fantastic. Let me let me find the image. Is it is do we have a copy of that? Yes, we do. All right. Let me go ahead and and switch. So right there, there is there is the 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 message from from AMG. Uh, Atomic Mass Games can confirm an electro chaff cloud has the following effects on ships. Um, can can one of you guys find the find the image of the electro chaff card? Do we do we have that somewhere? So people know what uh, we're yeah, talking I can, about. I can try to find it. Let's see if we got it. Sorry, you guys can oh, tell yeah, how prepared we were. In our notes for this. So, uh, I'll check there for this segment. Ah, I found it. I found it. Oh, I lost it. <laughs> Try again. 
There we go. Yeah, you took a thumb on it for him. Yep. Bam, right there. There, the electro chaff missiles. One charge. Uh, what does that do there, Ryan? It is a missile and payload upgrade, so you require both slots. Two pips, so like the tracer missiles, you can only have two of them in your entire list during the system phase. <clears throat> you may spend one charge from this card to launch one electro chaff cloud using the three bank or four straight template, then place one fuse marker on it, and this card's charge cannot be recovered. There you go. And now the Electro Chaff Cloud, if you don't know what that is, that is on the on the back of the First Order box, there's this like electric cloud looking thing. I kind of roughly outlined it there. Uh, but now we have the ability. What, what does it do, Will? We can't hear you, Will. You're muted. You're still muted, Will. Well, now I can say it now. All right. So uh, it says, while a ship is at range zero of an electro chaff cloud, it cannot be locked, jammed, or coordinated by other ships. After a ship moves through or overlaps an electro chaff cloud, it skips its perform action step, then it gains one jam token and breaks all locks on it. While third third thing now, while a ship defends, if the attack is obstructed by an electro shaft cloud, it rolls one additional defense dice. So you have to keep in mind that this is a, the weirdest remote slash. Uh, obstacle. It's, I guess it's mostly obstacle, but it's a temporary obstacle. With that fuse charge on it, it will last, it will stay there when the first ship hits it, which some of these wordings, it seems like there could be advantageous abilities to run into your own electro shaft cloud. Um, either hide behind it um, or run into it to block or to uh, break a lot of locks on you granted you would be jammed if you do that but you know yeah take the advantage when you can get it um but you could uh launch it onto like two ships you just launch it four straight hit two ships with it and they would both skip their activation phase and or not their activation phase their perform action step and would get a jam as well um that's a lot that's a lot of things going on with it I got a question with the phrasing of it. So it says roll one extra dice uh, when defending. Mm -hmm. Does, how, how, where does it fit in this? It's not a debris. It's not a, an it's obstacle. Like, so it's a temporary the, 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 the trick shot, Does trick shot work? Does Han Solo, I don't know that those. I was, I was trying to look work. up to see, is there any wording that we may have, like, because looking at this image, it's, it doesn't say it's an obstacle. Can we go back to the card? Does it say it's an obstacle? Uh, it says it's a device. Well, all bombs, well, bombs are devices. It calls it just but, an electro chaff cloud. This see, might be one of those situations. Do you guys remember that uh, the rig cargo was categorized initially in the rules reference as a device and not as an obstacle? 
Mm-hmm. So then, I, then I'm guessing that it. it's going to end up being classified as an obstacle. My, it's my, it's yeah, my guess. I get where Marcel's going to be quite confusing well, if this was obstructing a shot, but so was another obstacle. So, like, are you doing the obstacle die and this die because it's not an obstacle because it tells me to do another dice? Like, what's gonna, the situation? I'm going to refer to the, the update they made to fuse markers that nobody understood why they said any, like, essentially the question was, how could we fuse an obstacle? Because they added to fuse marker or obstacle in addition to device, and then talked about how a fused obstacle would be removed, just like a mine that was fused would be removed. So I, I think this would be an obstacle. There'd be no reason to put it into the rules if it was just a device. Is there a possibility that the f- the only function of the fuse is to protect it from things like seismic charges? Like it's not oh, actually a yeah. one time. No, it's not actually no, hit it, effect, hit it again, effect, and it's gone. Is there a well, possibility think, for think that? Think about it. You 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 launch it. You move through it, and then on the way out, you drop a seismic behind you and blow it up on your way out. I mean. I mean, there's a, there is advantages to running through it. Like, it does break all your locks. Is that, yeah, it gains one jam token and breaks all locks on it. So, like, I'm trying to imagine, um, like, an, uh, like, an HMP gunship build that they just acquired a bunch of locks through probe droids, and you mm-hmm. just smashed through uh, the, the shaft cloud right before engagement. Does it say, I mean, do you even take the the um, little marker off when you fly through it? I mean, it doesn't say, yeah. like, remove yeah, it when flying through it. So that's it, what, it, that's what the, I'll, I'll read this, the sentence from Fuse Marker that they updated. When a fused obstacle would be removed, one fuse marker is removed from the obstacle instead. But, so we just but need to know this, if it's removed. This we does we not need say- to know if it's removed, whether it's when someone goes through it, which isn't described on either the card or the text by AMG so far, or if it's a type of... Because chaff as a thing in other sci-fi or other technological things doesn't something that stays there the entire time. So it may just be it's there for two turns instead of one turn type of thing. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. That it could last two rounds and not yeah, two like activation. To, because I, yeah, I guess that's true. I'm thinking more of it as a mine than a bomb, but it mm-hmm. there, it could be bomb timing on that. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. I mean, because it, it could, could also be like any ship flies it. through it, like the the cloud starts to disperse, right? So it could be either one. I think if you, I don't think it would be balanced if you could launch this into a swarm and have eight ships hit it and have it not go away. That would be absurd. <laughs> Man, if, if that were true, it's another reason to not fly a whole bunch of ships. The meta's already <laughs> down on the swarms. This is very true. further down. I, I, I heard a little bit of salt there. <laughs> All righty. Well, you know, it's now we know what it does, or at least mostly we still have some questions, but I'm excited to see. Uh, I mean, September 24th is what? Is there 31 days in August? there are so 20 25 days away until we have the box opened and we have all of the information 
there um we'll we'll know soon so that's the electro chaff update if you hadn't heard it yet you got it here but uh yeah this this episode of gold squadron is is wrapping up today today was great we we hit a lot of different things riding a high and by the way if uh if you're not watching the podcast and you're only listening you did miss out the outfit coordination that we have every all four of us have our team usa t-shirts on usa strong that's all oh, i did the opposite arm because i was looking at the reflection very nice uh <laughs> whatever um but yeah hopefully you enjoyed this episode you guys any shout outs i mean marcel and and uh and and and, and will might have some ryan to your construction crew or something i don't know what do you want you want to shout out anybody um i'll, I'll start um i've been just a big shout out to uh bartage um fifo who um who were running the event uh, a lot of the work fell on them luckily bartage didn't have to play in it uh because he's from poland that's what's up uh but no sorry it was a shout out not a uh, smack talk um <laughs> and then uh to all the streamers i mean they uh, uh bartage put together that um kind of stream hub um, and really gave a shout out to a, a lot of the streamers and uh, able to get, um, yeah, because there was, what did we say, 90 games on stream, two streamers mm-hmm. um, for every matchup, essentially, two streamers for all five yep. matchups. Uh, so that was 90 games this weekend that were being streamed. Um, so big shout out to obviously you, Dion, for doing it all weekend. Uh, keeping it very uh, sportsy, if that makes sense. Like, I, um, I really like when X-Men really goes, like, uh, full sports. Like, analysis, data, like, li- uh, live sports as well. That's that's huge. We don't normally see that in X-Men. Um, getting, getting the numbers down, uh, like, as they're coming in, like, real time. Like, I thought that was, like, super cool that uh, you and the rest of the streamers were keeping up with that. Made it feel very... Uh, interactive for I think a lot of people. Marcel? What about the rest of you guys? Anything from this weekend or life? Uh, <laughs> um, just just the team, just uh, everyone. Um, William, obviously you, uh, Kenny, Tommy, Doug, Matt, Steve. Um, I'm gonna forget someone, and it's it's gonna suck. But Matt, <laughs> Steve, uh, Doug, I said already. Uh, we Carson can't can't forget Lulo. Um, oh, Rebel man. Resistance Republic. Oh, Daniel, <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Leon. There you go. Oh my God! No, I'm missing one. I'm, I, was, um, I was I was looking at the record, and I saw that his four HMPs didn't do as well as we thought with the Zam and Vultures. But hey, he tried. You know, they're fine because even even uh, that's why I was saying I, I don't take too much of a high on the nine nils because even like the ones that do badly, like I, I I did three and three during group stages, but I took some matchups that other people don't want it. Same thing with those HMPs. Those HMPs pushed list like push the aces out basically like yeah like yeah, doug and i wanted to fly aces will wanted to fly aces because you know boss punches aces mm-hmm. like we had ace punching lists and the four hmps was, was like a big you know it's basically throwing down a proton bomb while you're playing and saying yeah. this is area denial 
Do not put your ace here. Yeah, it's, so it's, 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 it's a strategical no, it, it's matchup list. It's one where you can put down and say, all right, I know what you're not going to pair against this, and I can mm -hmm. filter you into something. Yeah, yeah so I could take that ace and give it to somebody else. Yeah. So all those, even, even the losses are contributed towards the win. So that's, um, you know, so, yeah, going back to, like, uh, big ups to everybody that played on the team, but also congrats to all 10 teams. Even, uh, you know, we were talking about Switzerland and Ireland, uh, like being bottom. They're not the bottom. They are they are in ninth and 10th place out of 38. Mm -hmm. like they, they, it's not the bottom. They are in the top quarter. They are in the top 25%. It's just, you know, that's how this weekend played out. So all 10 teams. And then also uh, to the 38 teams, even teams that didn't perform so well, like Colombia. Colombia did not do so well. Greece didn't do so well. Uh, but they showed up and they played and they kept on playing. And, um, you know, they without all the teams that, that participated, it just wouldn't have been the hype that it was and also to all the new little channels that that popped up and we found out you know like uh it was really cool to see a um x-wing uh in different in different uh languages especially in spanish i, I enjoyed the spanish commentary it's like uh watching like football in spanish like oh like i like the excitement <laughs> it, was, it was cool i liked it Awesome. Ryan, so you got any my, shout outs? My stuff will kind of be a smattering of everything that was just mentioned. One, yeah, I do hope that there's more collaborative efforts in the future for these international level things for streaming purposes or even smaller. You know, we call them small streams, but for some people, that's their streams, right? That's their people, their foreign language, their language, not their foreign language. That's foreign to us, but it's, it's their nationality to them. So the more collaborative that we can get, the more tightened of a community and the more fun and interactive we can all be across the board. Um, two, Marcel, you said everyone who's in the top 10 should be very proud. Yes, but there's one particular team that decided to boast about how good they would do and still end up in the bottom three. Thank you, England, for proving <laughs> me correct on that one. And three, um, the people that did the jobs for me this week for my home, they got, they're getting paid, all right? I don't need to shout them out. They're getting my money, all right? Shout out to you for making that money. All I, right. I would that, like more, but that's really what it is. <laughs> that's true. I'm it's finding, true. As you as you complete things with your home and you get things done, there's just more things below the priorities that start to surface back up. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. That's that's always fun. And uh, for me, shout out to uh, everybody who commentated with me this weekend. Uh, we had some community commentators. We had uh, Tommy and Kenneth on uh, on commentary as well. And uh, it was just it was just great to to hang out with uh, with some with some some budding talent in in the commentary i think we're gonna we're gonna hear some more of those people again in the future uh but it, it was it was awesome to have commentators and uh to comment on what you were saying ryan um i guess uh sorry um ryan you're all you're all beautiful i was actually talking about marcel to, to um to comment on, on on what you were saying about having so many streamers um i'm not ready with this yet but i figure i might as well just drop drop a cookie here because it's something that people have been asking for a while so dion would you be willing to have more streams for gold squadron events 
And the answer is soon. Working on some logistical ideas. We just lost Will, which means that it's time to call it a day. Thanks for watching, everybody. We saw oh, Will just kind of – he, like, faded out. Are you here, still here, Will? Yeah, you, you disappeared from our little interface for, like, a second, but, like, you were still <laughs> there, I'm but not down. there. I'm, he has risen. <laughs> Will. <laughs> But yeah, so hopefully, hopefully we can get some more of that. I got some some things in in uh, in, in my I, on my idea board. I'm cooking up some stuff for the uh, for the Galactic Championships. That way we can really get that out there. So more more information to come. And if you are an X-wing streamer, keep keep your keep your radar out. I got some I got some ideas here. But that's it for today, everybody. Uh, thanks for watching. And can you guys like? click the turn off camera button like one in a row i think it'd be a really cool effect like disappear 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 and then i'll go gold squadron out oh there you go disappear and then disappear gold squadron out all right that was cool we'll we'll edit it there so it actually <laughs> stops bye everybody <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, you didn't actually stop, stop? I don't think you stopped. <laughs> I, I did it.